Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you in contact with Rogers? Anything like that, Coach? The Rich Eisen Show. 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 I reached out to him. You never want to see that. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What's it going to be like when you see Devontae Adams? Oh, man, that's a tough one for me. It's always hard when you see a guy of that caliber go to another team. Today's guests, Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield, Fox Sports College football insider Bruce Feldman, actor and comedian David Spade, plus latest news and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That's correct. That is correct. Hey, everybody. I'm Rich Eisen, thus the name of the show. And I am sitting here in the uh, the confines of the Rich Eisen Show studio for the next three hours. And we have got ourselves two in-studio guests. Bruce Feldman right in the middle of this program to talk about college football, as he always does on our Wednesday show. David Spade is going to be joining us here, the star and host of the new Fox program, Snake Oil, uh, that airs tonight. Uh, he will be here in studio hour number three. And you know what? It, it's kind of great. Um, that he's on this program because I did just say goodbye to my three kids for my London trip. I'm uh, after today's show flying, as they say, across the pond uh, to call Jaguars and Bills on NFL Network with Kurt Warner, guest of What the Football with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask. Get that where all your podcasts are acquired. Going to be calling that game on NFL Network on Sunday. Uh, Said goodbye uh, to my daughter and my two sons, my three kids, and so um, I miss them already. So it's good that my um, my third son, as Chris Brockman likes to call him, Baker Mayfield, is zooming in in about eighteen minutes time. So it's great. It's all it's a family I, that's affair. What I, mean. yeah, I love it. Does he know that uh, I, I? I don't want to age myself up. I don't think I'm that old that he could be my son. You know? How old do you think Baker Mayfield is? Baker Mayfield has got to be what 27, 28 years old. Yeah, you could be his father. Oh my God. If I had children or in an earlier age, that's what you're saying. He's 28. Okay. At any rate, <laughs> he's on the program. I, I can't even conceive that uh, concept. But at any rate, he's three and one. And Baker Mayfield's joining us. How are you over there, Chris Rodman? What's going on? I'm great. I got some tangerines and DJ ready, Mikey ready D. Go. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Rich. Uh, TJ Jefferson, candle is lit. Is it lit, sir? It wasn't lost on me that you used the word conceive when talking about whether you could have a child or not. Nice. That was, Look at you. I like your style. I didn't even catch that. I like your style. Okay. You'd have been 26, so it's very possible. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, my dad was 25 when I was born. Okay. Enough. Okay. <laughs> so really be I know a 17-year-old one. Enough. So. All right. So I'm 54. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? 
All right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, week four being done. And it's week five. Turn, we, a, pa- turn a page. You know, we're, we, we hit the quarter post point. Again, that 17th game just ruined the easy math. It ruined a lot of it things. It ruined the easy math, you know. Uh, but we're, I think we can kind of tell which teams need help, which teams need to play better, which teams are playing well, which teams are playing great, and which teams are uh, exceeding expectations. We could see that right now. And we enter this portion of the calendar with three undefeated teams no longer. No undefeated teams in the AFC after the Bills took care of the Dolphins. And then in the NFC, you've got two undefeated teams in San Francisco and Philadelphia. The two teams that faced one another in the NFC Championship game last year, looking like they're on a path to do the same again. Just, again, one quarter plus down the road, or one quarter minus down the road of the uh, regular season being done. Eagles and 49ers. And, you know, we went off the air yesterday talking about how when caller called in saying that, you know, Purdy would have beaten the Eagles had he not gotten hurt. And I'm like, well, that's why they call players like Hassan Reddick game wreckers because he wrecked the game. And the interesting thing is that they play one another, fascinatingly enough. Week 13, a game that's been circled on the calendar by Debo Samuel with his comments back in the spring. And then in the summer, Hassan Reddick admitted he's doing the same when Debo comes back in with the rest of the 49ers. So 49ers and Eagles. So uh, why would uh, Jerry Jones be piping in saying that the 49ers path to the playoffs goes through him and the Dallas Cowboys or intimating anything of that nature because he's Jerry Jones and he can, and he has a local radio hit and platform in which to say such things as he did this week. They are right now uh, probably the, uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. And, uh, but in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times, uh, if that's where it falls in the playoffs. And we're in the playoffs, of course. But the bottom line is that uh, uh, you, you're playing the best. Uh, this is a, uh, a certainly uh, you don't need the game to tell you that you're playing the best. But you need the game to uh, show you uh, how you stack up against the best. So here's what I got to say about that is he's right in the way that they've got to go through him this Sunday and that he's right that it's likely they're going to play each other in the playoffs once again. And it would be, as the kids say, totally lit if it is in the NFC Championship game like it was back in the day when the current coach of Colorado was marking my friend from NFL Game Day Morning, Michael Irvin. That's what we're talking about. But we need to see something out of Dallas that we saw against the Giants and we saw against the Jets, and we saw against New England, against an opponent like the San Francisco 49ers, and my guy, Brock Purdy. Oh, your guy? He is that. Okay. I don't know if you've noticed, I've been, I've been table-pounding for this kid for a couple weeks in a row now. He might be your fourth son. He could be. But don't talk about that way. Baker might be listening. He okay. might get jealous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play favorites. <laughs> I'm not ranking my them. children like Dion. 
Like, we just give us two through five, okay? So, <laughs> I need to see that. That's what this week is truly all about. Can Dak come out and play as flawless a game as Brock Purdy's been playing? Because that's the type of game that Dallas needs from Dak. I don't need to see 35 passes, 400 yards. Don't need to see it. And you you have to sit here and wonder, is the Dak that we saw early on in his career where he would throw and he would run and he'd give you two touches in the air and he'd he'd give you one on the ground, if that guy is there anymore? And if that's the guy that Mike McCarthy schemes to be there. And I don't know. We're sitting here four weeks into this season saying, all right, you give this Dallas defense a quarterback named Jones or Zach Wilson, and they're going to they're gonna kill him. They're going to cut him up and make mincemeat out of him. Now here comes Brock Purdy. Absolutely the best quarterback they've faced through the first four weeks of the season, hands down. Hands down. And then you look at the rest of their schedule. Dallas is taking on Justin Herbert and the Chargers next, and then Matthew Stafford, and then Jalen Hurts before they face Daniel Jones and a rookie in Bryce Young again, and then they get Sam Howell for the first time, and then Geno Smith before it's Hurts again, then Josh Allen, then Tua Tungo-Vailoa, then Jared Goff before it's Sam Howell again. And this is the first time they are facing a real, live, bona fide assassin at the quarterback position. I am talking about Brock Purdy that way. Is this assassin? Yes, what he is. It's what he is, and we just, everybody can't believe it. Can't believe it. And it's the first time, again, that Purdy's going to be going into a game where it's expected of him against an opponent like Dallas. That's my opinion. That might be 49er fans' opinion, but everybody continues to take a look at this kid's performances like it's house money. And he's playing like he's the house. Dealing. Making sure he's got, you know, flipping over that whole card with the six and it's a five and then here comes the 10. That's the way he's playing. Nobody expects him to hit 21 with the hand he's been dealt personally. Everything else around him, that's the hand that everyone feels is being dealt. So it is on Dak to not come out and go... 350 and run one in. That would be nice if he does it. It would be beyond unexpected because of the defense he's playing against. It's 20 to 21. It's the line that Purdy just had against an Arizona team that Dak didn't have against the same Arizona team. Understand one was home, one was on the road. Common opponent. One staved off. A game Arizona team, another one got punched in the mouth by one. Again, just four weeks in. And I think the Dak that's showing up is a Dak that's ready for this challenge. 
Salty Dak. There's a new segment on the Rich Eisen show. We kind of <laughs> missed this. Did, did, we didn't discuss this on Monday. No, we didn't. Or I mean, Tuesday. Just didn't, yeah. I, I, you know, we missed it. But as soon as the Cowboys were done eviscerating New England and Dak took care of business against the Belichick defense that many of his haters thought would confuse him and confound him and expose him, he stepped to the podium and was asked about last year's loss to the 49ers. Dak, what was the feeling leaving that locker room last January against those guys? I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we're so far past that, to be honest with you, but that's obvious. I mean, you just want to piss me off going into this week, and I appreciate that. I do, actually. I do. Um, yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Lost drive, you guys. I mean, every every day, uh, every day, every day, Todd, every day. Twenty-eight to thirty-four, one touch. That's what Dak did against New England. Efficient. No interceptions. He's got one hundred twenty-four yards on the ground. That's what they did. That's what they need to do. And then let Micah Parsons handle the rest. Yeah. I can't wait for it. That's the da- that's the Dallas formula going into this game. Run it. Stop McCaffrey on the way to Purdy. And then shut mouths like mine up saying that Purdy is him. An assassin. An assassin. He is. Well, if, if he's an assassin, then Miles is, Mike is going to be Jack Ruby, I think. Okay. Know? We're going to take him out. Nice uh, Metroplex reference from the early 60s. Hashtag too soon. I love the 49ers and everything they do. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You got beat down enough? And and Brock Purdy is great. I love him. I don't know what you're saying. I don't, I don't know what your point is. Well, right Rich, here. he's been Twitter. Niners fans on Twitter haven't been kind to Chris in the last 48 or so hours. What's going <laughs> so, on? <laughs> this goes back to yesterday. Which is what? Just that they're super sensitive as a fan base. So I'm saying I'm being positive. But what what have you said that they're, they're being sensitive great. about? No, oh, seriously. Just, just pointing out facts. I'm like what? Great. What are the facts? What is go for it? What are the facts? I mean, just Jerry McCoy said he he literally ha- he has all pros and pro bowlers and superstars at every position. Right. Let's just see a full season first. Okay. But he's great. I love him. <laughs> the 49ers are super wonderful. You know what? It's just it's people can sometimes just not win for losing. You know what? It's just like he 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 is the one who has been taking care of business because he's surrounded by so many pro bowlers and so many terrific players. And he's performing in a way that Trey Lance couldn't and performing in a way that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do consistently enough to still be in San Francisco, where I bet you deep down dollars to donuts, he'd want to stay. It wasn't just him being injured. It was him clearly not running things to the way that Shanahan wanted it or liked to do it. Well, that's different than being unable to do it. I said that couldn't do it. He couldn't run it the way that Purdy's running it. Couldn't. That's a fact. He got them to the Super Bowl. He did. And so then, what do you mean? What's the difference? And then Purdy hasn't done and that. And then suddenly the next year, it's like, who else can we have? There's yeah, a reason. They just didn't like him. There's, exactly. They like Purdy better because right. well, he's... Was Purdy taking them to the Super Bowl? Did I miss that last year? Okay. This is so much fun. He's playing in a way that he can do it. Will he do it? Don't know. Purdy suffered Anything the same happen. fate that Jimmy G had. He got injured. Anything. Anything can happen. Understood. I'm with you. I love him. He's great. I love it, too. (laughs) 
Speaking of which, <laughs> let's talk Baker Mayfield because he's about to join us. The three and one quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is joining us on Zoom next on his bye week, getting ready. I believe. I think he's going to the uh, the Texas Oklahoma game. I think he is in fact doing that. So the they're red, a, well, yeah, they're on a bye week. This I, week. Th- I think he is going to yeah. do it because he he's coming on uh, a bit. Just not just because he said yes and we asked. And he's up for joining. I think he wants to talk about the game because he and Vince Young are doing something together. Oh, nice. That's cool. How about that? I love it. All right. So it'd be sort of like, you know, you and the 49ers fans doing something together. I'm, I'm in. An unexpected <laughs> reunion of two people. All right. Let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Baker Mayfield on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the show, Jason Light, general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, talking to uh, our buddy Peter Schrager, uh, I believe on his pod, about Baker Mayfield taking his lineman to the Bahamas. Check it out. Oh, He was targeting us. I mean, maybe more than we were targeting him. We told him from the beginning that this is going to be a, you're going to be in a competition here because we, we really like Kyle Trask. And he didn't, you know, as you know, Baker, he didn't flinch. He accepted that and, um, you know, he just ran with it. But he is such a, you know, even as I go around town, people go, what's Baker like? Is he yeah. a good guy? It's like, I don't know where this started that he wasn't a good guy. And, I mean, I think you can point to a few things that maybe people got the wrong impression of him, but he's a freaking awesome dude. <laughs> he is a dude. And the players saw it right away. I mean, he's whether he's taken the lineman to the Bahamas, uh, you know, during uh, on our break during camp before the first, uh, you know, after final cuts uh, to go golf, um, or he's... 
He spotted around town at dive bars with a different group of position group, with receivers, with Mike Evans, you know, um, with uh, Godwin, with these guys. He he really knows. He's not doing. It's not fake. He really knows how to how to be a dude with the team, and and they love him. All right, nice little setup right there. Okay, that's Jason Light on uh, on Peter Schrager's pod dive bars around town, huh? With Mike Evans. That sounds fun. Wouldn't you want to go? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a great time. When was the last time you were in a dive bar? I mean, when was Cage born? Okay. That's what happens, right? Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Maybe in Kansas City for my draft, my okay. fantasy draft. This okay, year, very actually. good. That was fun. Very good. Well, anyway, Baker Mayfield's about to join us uh, once the radio audience returns via Zoom. And uh, that's about to happen literally right now. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk with our Roku channel stream. Furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. We just heard Jason Light on, um, on Peter Schrager's podcast saying that Baker's just uh, become one with the team right off the bat. Dive bars with Mike Evans, he said. The Bahamas took, by the way, love you guys. We're not going to the Bahamas. Why? But just not. Why? Just not. That's not really an answer. No, I just, it's it's too long. What's what's too long? Do you, you know what the flight from Tampa to the Bahamas is? It's real easy. Where you want to go to Catalina? That's where Mike the, the, the two yeah, takes his first dates, right? I'm actually going this weekend. You taking a first date? No. Okay. No. 30th date. Whoa. 30th date. Yeah. Okay. What oh. is going on here? We talk about our lives all the time, and now no, we've got to find quiet. this out? Quiet. Well, you and I talk about our lives. Oh, okay. These, these two <laughs> these guys two are like yeah, super, TJ, super hermits. Everything. Hermits. Keep it like all this, right. TJ. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show, one of my favorites. He's 3-1. and one. He's on his bye week. He's got a, a, a big college rivalry game coming up this week, and he's Baker Mayfield. How are you, Baker? I'm doing great. How are you, Rich? How'd, how'd you wake up today, Baker? How did you wake up today? Just real relaxed. No dangerous feeling yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a bye week deal. That's a bye week deal. That's a bye week deal. Take the fellows to the Bahamas. What are you doing? Hey, Thank you, Baker. Baker. Thank, Thank you. you. My G right We're not there. all Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Jeez. Okay? It's my guy. Let's go. Wait a minute. You did wake up dangerous. How dare you lob it into this, this studio like that? My Just gosh. A little feisty. That's it. Feisty. <laughs> so did you tell me about that? Because Jason Light dropped that knowledge uh, that you took your lineman to the Bahamas. Is that what you did? What'd yeah, you do? we had uh, three out of the five guys. We had Tristan Wirfs, Luke Gadecki, and uh, Robert Hainsey. We all we all went down that um, that Labor Day weekend. We got our the three day break we get with the three preseason games now. So we went down there and enjoyed a, some great weather, the water, and just had a good time. Okay, and uh, the chemistry building is obviously something that you uh, take seriously as a quarterback, as somebody uh, of your of your nature. Um, and uh, uh, also, uh, he's he's mentioned that you've been spotted around town in dive bars with Mike Evans. Is that true too, Baker? Is that true? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple local watering holes that we, we frequent. Uh, mostly, mostly alignment, uh, but yeah, okay. it's got to get the guys out. You know, you, you, you fight hard for each other. You got to enjoy the downtime together, and it's uh, no, it's a great group of guys. So it's. It's not like it's forcing anything. It's just good friendship, and uh, I love those guys. I love it, too. I love hearing that because, you know, he also, one last thing that he mentioned I want to hit off you is he said that you kind of targeted them a little bit more than maybe they were targeting you in the uh, in the non-playing season when you were 
um, maybe looking for your next spot that you clearly have found. Is that a true story, Baker? Would you say that? It is. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit both ways, but uh, I mean, it just, when I was looking at it, obviously the first time getting to pick where I was going to play just organizationally wise, top down, they, they run a tight ship. They, they do it well. They've had a lot of success. And so, um, you know, coming from some of the places I've been, uh, it was, it was a pretty easy choice and, uh, it's no, it's been, it's been great so far. And just, you know, ever since walked into the doors in April, it, it it's been so much fun. Uh, I mean, everybody's on the same page. It's all about winning. There's no extra BS. It's just a great group all around. Yeah. And then now the three and one start, what, what, what has leapt out at you over the first month of the season, Baker? Um, to be honest, I mean, we knew what our expectations were, um, but I, I just think we have a we have a group that we have a fighting team. Like they're we're scrappy. We're we're, we're never gonna back down from a fight. Uh, I mean, it's just a, it's a group that they're do, willing to do anything to win. I'll say that. You know, obviously we we didn't play well against the Eagles. We all knew that, but then we had a, another physical matchup with division rival Saints coming up the next week, and so. Just the way everybody handled their business. They were responsible, accountable for how we played the Monday night game, and we bounced back in, in a big way. So that's it's a resilient team, I'll say that. At any point, did you reach out to your Super Bowl ad friend, Tom Brady, for two cents <laughs> on your, your current scene, Baker? I, I, I did not. No, I'm, I'm letting him enjoy retirement. Okay. I just figured, you know, hey, what's going on around here? Nothing like that? Zero? No, Zero nothing. Content. Just just handle it the best way I can, and uh, yeah, just we're all in it together, so keeping I, it within the building. I got to tell you, I mean, nobody ever wants to be the guy after the guy, and then the guy with seven Super Bowl rings, Baker. Did that ever yeah. hit you? Did, it, did that ever hit your, your mind set at all about this? Not really. I mean, Rich, you know me well enough. I'm going to do it, uh, you know, the best way I can. Uh, and, you know, I, he's the greatest to ever do it. There's no doubt about that, but we do it two completely different ways, two different versions. And, um, yeah, I, I think for me, it's just getting back to the positive, uh, enjoying football, enjoying the game and loving my teammates. And that's, that's the way I play my best. And, uh, yeah, so we're in a good place now and I'm enjoying it. Baker Mayfield here on the Rich Eisen show. Who are the folks in your world that keep the external out and you, you live in the internal and you're, you're able to just, be you and live life and focus on, you know, winning football games, Baker, who are those people? I mean, I, I would not be able to survive without my wife. I love her to death. She's uh she's a soldier. She's a trooper. She's been through the ups and downs with me, uh, sit by my side the whole way and love her for that. And, uh, but just it, it's, she makes life easy. But then also when, when I have, I mean, I'm best friends with all my buddies that I grew up with. They, uh, they know how to keep me humble. <laughs> they they'll point out the bad plays. They'll they'll bring me back down to earth when I need it. Really? Like what? What are they doing? What are they doing? Your friends? From, uh, from back they they the always they always poke fun at how I sometimes get tackled in a very dramatic way. Uh, <laughs> that I'm that I'm not the fastest guy, but I, I will take you in a forty yard dash, though, Rich. Yes, Baker. You know what? Uh, I wake up dangerous on the days I lace it up, or wait a minute, the day I lace it up. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. You ever thought about doing some training prior to that? Or what? <laughs> Baker, let's not get started on that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> let's not get started. <laughs> 
Yes, the, you know the the most important person in my life, uh, my wife is is lockstep with you. The number of times she's like, "Why don't you train?" And I'm like, "Because it's it's me." You know what I mean? Like that's I I don't know. You know. <laughs> But what if I just yeah. like dropped 15 and just got just trained for it and went out and broke five seconds and just mic dropped? What do you think, Baker? You think I could do that? I'm here for it. Okay, I'll, I'll start supporting. We'll we'll bring in a nutritionist. We'll we'll get the training going. We'll cut weight. Okay, we'll do that. I'm here for it. Okay, Baker, yeah. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. Uh, you're the perfect person to ask this question to. Number one overall pick in the NFL draft on your third team right now. And I just, I, I look, uh, again, I look at someone like Jared Goff, too, right? Former number one overall pick in the draft, now on his second team. And when you go from the team that drafted you to another team, essentially, you're no longer that same person in the mind's eye of so many different people. Like, how difficult is it to play quarterback in this league? And what do you say to those who kind of um, throw to the side top draft choice quarterbacks just because it may not happen in their first spot that quickly baker yeah i mean playing quarterbacks it's I mean, it's a of responsibility there's a lot that is involved with it between i mean obviously the the physical aspect of it you have to play well but it, it's you're really like the ceo of a company you're 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 responsible for mending the relationships, keeping those and making sure everybody's on the same page. But, you know, the thing about it that I always say to people is when you're picked that high, they have a high pick for a reason. Unless a team, you know, picked it, acquired from a trade or something like that, you're you're, you're going to a team that hasn't had a lot of success. And so there's uh, when it comes down to playing quarterback, like I said, there's so much more that goes into it. But um, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. And, you know, much like Jared's situation, I, I think uh, – you know, we're, we're better off from the lessons we learned and the things that we've gone through, all the ups and downs. You, you can't look at it in a negative mindset. You have to be able to take positives away from it and learn from those mistakes that we've made. And that's um, it, why I'm able to have success now and have a, you know, a clean mind about it is because there's, there's so many things that I learned and did wrong when I was younger. But, you know, I wouldn't change it because I had to learn and grow from it. So what is the lesson you learned of of – the greatest importance do you think baker being the same guy in the building every day you know we work too hard throughout the week preparing and getting ready for the game to let it affect the result um win or lose we we know that we left our best stuff out there we tried our best and there's 17 games and so you gotta you gotta bounce back and uh, work for the next one. So good, bad play. It's on to the next one. That's that's the mindset you got to have. Why? Because you would just let stuff linger, losses linger. Yeah, um, and, like and let it affect relationships, let it affect personal life, things like that. And just you, you can't let the negativity seep into your life because you, you can't you can't have success on the field if you do that. So when did you learn that? When I, I guess when did you decide? Okay, you took stock and you're like page turn on that. When did that happen specifically in your career? Do you think? I, last year, yeah, to be honest with you, uh-huh. um, you know, obviously when, when Cleveland was moving on, there was there was a time period where I was just kind of in limbo, knowing I wasn't going to play for them, not knowing where I was going to get picked up at. Um, but just – and then in Carolina, you know, when I wasn't playing, just being the best teammate I could for whether it was P.J. Walker or Sam Darnold playing, being a guy in that, in that locker room that has a lot of experience, had been through the ups and downs, to, to be able to be a constant person – uh, and support piece in that locker room. And so it was a, it was a different perspective for me, but 
there were valuable lessons and things that I'll cherish forever and I'll, I'll be better for it. Baker Mayfield, quarterback of the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a bye week. Few minutes left with him right here on the Rich Eisen show. Red River Showdown, sir. You and Ooh. Vince Young are doing something together. What do you got? What's happening here? Uh, I'm not going to talk about Vince. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I like, I like the guy, but not this week. It's horns down forever. (laughs) You know what? I like it. This couldn't have happened at a better time though. Talk Mm -hmm. about it. We're three and one bye weeks happening. I'm going to the game as a spectator. You are. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. So I'm looking forward to it. Are you tailgating and everything? You're going to do the whole thing. What are you doing? If, I'm going to bury about three funnel cakes at the state fair. <laughs> Doesn't beat a funnel cake. Those, I can only yeah. imagine funnel how great the funnel cakes are at the state fair, oh, it's Baker. It's going to be great. And tomorrow I'm, I'm working at a Cane's in Dallas, mm-hmm. handing out some food at, at the drive-thru. And you know I'm going to give my best effort for that, too. Yeah. Two lucky customers getting some football-themed swag for others in line. Okay. So... You're going to do that one at uh, raising raising canes, giving away football. At raising canes, yeah. Okay, yeah, got it. And so, get out some food. Maybe maybe get lucky enough and walk away with a caniac combo. We'll see. Okay, so Oklahoma is going to be doing what this weekend? What do you got for me on that front? It's a, it's a good matchup. I, I I like our chances. Um, I like where we're at defense wise. I mean, Venables last year didn't have. You know, the roster-wise, you, you know, coming in, lost a lot of guys to transfer portal. I mean, that that whole world is crazy. Won't even get into that. But uh, offense is rolling. I think we can score on anybody. But this is a tough matchup for us. Texas has the O-linemen and D-linemen that they've been missing for a long time. So it's going to be back to that physical matchup. This rivalry should all it should be about. You know, the words Texas is back, you hear it all the time, right? You hear it year <laughs> after year. But this time, Baker, I'm hearing it more than ever. Look at you laughing. Look at you laughing. <laughs> But this is it, right? I mean, of all the times for Oklahoma to to win, this is when everybody really feels Texas is back right now, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, they'll they'll feel that. But to be honest with you, yes. um, it's, it's fantastic that uh, I'll have more Big 12 championships than they ever did. <laughs> I love it. And you said again, you woke up relaxed. Get the hell out of here with that. <laughs> come on the clear mind clear fighting mind today i like it um and again i don't know how attuned you are to everything going on in college football but uh would caleb williams get your vote right now for a back-to-back heisman baker mayfield kids kids a stud um he definitely would i mean he's he's unbelievable the things that he can do um it's it's amazing to see and that being somebody that's played in Lincoln's offense to be able to see what Lincoln's able to do with him and the creativity. It's, uh, it's fun to watch. I mean, uh, it's just a shame I'm on the East coast. So all those games are a little bit later. Right. You know, and, and, and the words Patrick and Mahomes keep getting thrown around and, I got to be honest with you. I kind of joined that chorus this week after watching, I, I watched him for the first time against Dion in Colorado. Cause you know, obviously I'm, I, I love Dion and known him for so long. Um, so I'm totally locked in on that. First time I watched quarter one to quarter last this year of Caleb Williams. And I got to tell you, there were moments where he looked just like Mahomes Baker. Would you agree yeah, with that? It's, it's the, the throwing off the platform. I completely agree. Being able to throw from every possible angle. Um, he can turn nothing into something. And, and that's, that's an elite trait that he has. And, and 
uh, he's just gifted in that way. So, I mean, he's, he's, and I met him for the first time in person, uh, when we did the Heisman house commercials Yes, and he's a lot, he's a lot bigger than I thought too. So, I mean, he's, he's just a physical specimen and he's able to do it. And you can tell the guys love being around him. He enjoys, uh, he enjoys the game too. So he, he's just fun to watch. I love those commercials. What's it like shooting those Baker? It's so much fun. Uh, it really is. I mean, just a couple of days getting to be around the guys. I mean, it's, it's such an elite fraternity. I mean, sometimes I have to, you know, take a step back and realize what, what a special group to be a part of. And so there's so much fun to film and, um, it's, it's always good to be back with those so guys. Like hanging with Bo Jackson, right? I mean, is that what you're doing pretty much? Yeah. <sighs> it, we're, yeah. Doing that, trying to get Barry Sanders to say a couple words, maybe, maybe even a hello. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't do that though. Don't worry. It's not you. It's nothing personal. That's just Barry, you know? Exactly. So yeah, I don't take it personal. The first year I might have, but Bo was giving him a hard time. So exactly. it's always entertaining. It's so cool. All right, Baker. Uh, great connecting with you, man. Um, you know this. I say this off the air. I'll tell it again. You, you look. This is when Michigan was losing to Ohio State all the time. When you planted that flag, you had me at hello. You totally had me at hello, man. I love you, Rich. Yeah, I feel the same exact way. Go ahead, Chris. Tell him. Go ahead, Chris. You go ahead. Baker, tell him. It's okay. uh, Rich has two sons. I say you're his third oh, son. He loves it. you so much. Oh my gosh. I'll take it. Now I'll just work on getting you guys to Bahamas. We'll have a thank you. you. We'll all be on the same page. Okay. Now we're talking. There is. I'll settle for a dive bar with you and Mike Evans. There's no doubt. There is. There's no I in Baker. He's a team player for you guys. But uh, there is two eyes in Rich and Eisen, and he's mine. So back off. Uh, All right, Baker. Take care of yourself, man. Be well. Appreciate you guys. You got it. Enjoy the rest of your bye week. And it's Baker Mayfield getting ready to uh, down three funnel cakes at the state fair. That sounds. That sounds amazing. Strikes me as he has the metabolism to handle such a thing. The deep fried Twinkies. What else do they have? Dude, I'm just saying, I'll, I'll just going to go. I'll, I'll go all in here. Look, what a story this would be. Okay. Now, I know I led the show with Dallas and in, in, in Philadelphia and San Francisco. And, you know, the fourth team in, tapping in, could be a guy who, you know, tapping in like, like it's WrestleMania because he kind of looks like it in Dan Campbell. <laughs> right? True. I think if everybody asked right now, the final four in the NFC are Philadelphia, Dallas, San Francisco, and Detroit. I think so. Right now? Like if you crystal balled it. If you had to, you can. If you, you had, had to, to put your money on it. Don't yeah. you think? I, I mean, think, I think if you asked like... generally anybody who's watching. I think those are the four best teams. Correct. In the NFC, yeah. But what if Baker Mayfield crashes the party? And one of those four teams doesn't make it because he beats one of them in the first round of the playoffs. What if Baker's the sixth seed visiting Detroit? What if he's the five seed? Why aren't they the four seed? Why if they're the four? Okay. What if they're the four seed and Detroit comes to them? Right. Or they wouldn't do that. Hold on a minute. Detroit would be the three. How about this no, one? Seattle would come to them. Or, or Dallas or would Dallas go there. Dallas go would go there. Just like last seed. year. Yeah. Just like last year. Mm-hmm. And he wins, and he's in the divisional playoffs. And takes the team further than Brady did in his last year. And what if he does what Brady did in his first year? Well. That's what I'm saying. Now, that's a tall, insanely tall order. Yeah. But crazier things have happened. True. Mm-hmm. Guy I sit next to in the booth on Sunday in uh, in Tottenham Stadium 
Tottenham Hotspur, St- St- Hotspur Stadium, the one who was on a Zoom with Amy and Susie and what the football. Crazier things have happened. Buccaneers, 70-1 to 1 for the Super I got Bowl. it. But what if that, I mean, would that be one of the most amazing stories? Or just even go to the NFC Championship game. Become one of the final two. They have a ton of people who did it on that team. Yep. So fun. I like Baker smiling and relaxing and not being angry at me. <laughs> he strikes me as that's the wrong guy to get on the wrong side of that, that guy right there. Right? I feel like he holds a grudge. And his friend's giving him grief for how he's tackled dramatically. That's what he was actually for. folded back at one point. Didn't he? Uh... He, they, they, he, he drew a, a personal foul late hit penalty. One of the roughing the passer penalties that was like actually legit. He was like on his knees. His feet were pinned behind him. Yeah. And then the ball was gone and he got hit. But didn't he also, uh, wasn't he angry runs? Didn't he get the scepter a couple yeah, weeks week, ago? I think week one he got the, the scepter. Flag planting. <laughs> Pretty funny. Stiff arming. Waking up dangerous Baker Mayfield. That's so great. Love it. Fun and stuff. You can tell he had fun in this interview. Well, which I mean, is always I mean, fun. He's, to, well, it's always fun see. when you're three and one. Well, he's my new favorite player. He wants us to go to the Bahamas. Yeah, so that's so, it. You know. Get on it, Rich. How about that? No, I'm waking up relaxed <laughs> yeah. and not dangerous. I think you should take your guys to the Bahamas. That's dangerous. I, I agree with him. Well, not for him, it's not. 844-204-RICH. <laughs> number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We've got David Spade in studio, hey. hour three. Bruce Feldman, next hour, my power rankings also still to come right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. What was your baseball game like? My baseball game, actually, my baseball game was pretty good, but I, I couldn't, I didn't play in high school. I played like recreational league in uh, Babe Ruth. Okay. And I used to pitch. Pitch? Yeah. As well. Pitch and hit. Yeah. So, what was your pitching game like? Uh, the pitching game was pretty good. I mean, I didn't, you know, I, you I, I, had a, I was a heavy ball. I didn't know, I had no idea what, what I, how fast I was throwing. Huh. But people used to say, man, you got a heavy ball. So when you we're watching you swing in Major League as Pedro Serrano, yeah. is that your swing? That's my swing. <sighs> oh, and I don't know if we ever talked about this, but okay. every ball I hit out, mm-hmm. I hit out, except it, not as far as they shot it out because they have to reverse the camera. Hold on a second, Dennis Haysburg. <laughs> how many how many home runs did you hit? Well, I hit, Major well I hit three in, in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. I think I hit three in the movie. I hit every one of them I hit out. Okay. And all the batting practice you you oh yeah i used to hit oh yeah i used to hit routinely so were you the best hitter of all the actors i would say so i would say so 
So Charlie and I were the only guys that could really pay, play baseball. Um, Wesley was really athletic. Okay. And could run, but uh, wasn't he, much of a hitter. He couldn't hit, but you, but could Charlie hit, or he was just Charlie could hit, and Charlie could pitch. But you went yard more than anybody else in the cast of, oh, yeah. of Major League, except for the you know the guys, the, the baseball guys that were out there. <laughs> Actual. So who was the worst? Oh, I can't. I won't say. Yes, that. you can. You oh, absolutely man. can. That microphone works. <laughs> Corbin Burnson, could he? Uh, Corbin was okay. Uh, I think Tom Tom Berenger was like maybe the no the worst. kidding. Yeah, I love you, Tom. He <laughs> <laughs> you know, forced it out of me, man. That's what I do for a living. I force things out of people. Fun stuff back in the day with Dennis Haysbert on the Rich Eisen show. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. We'll take your phone calls in a second. Baseball playoffs underway. A quadruple header yesterday. Quadruple header. The Twins are like, wait a minute, we don't have to play the Yankees in the playoffs? And they're they're, sold. They're sold. (laughs) Right? The Rays go down and the Brewers go down. In what world would you just be randomly watching a Diamondbacks-Brewers game in the middle of the afternoon? Not so much. Only in October. I was, I was, uh, I was, where was I? I? I was get. I was driving around getting ready you know to for the the trip to london and um my phone buzzes and it's cooper my 12 year old sort of red a red light is when i looked at my phone of course yeah and uh he's living on the mlb app right now living on it and he texted me (laughs) this is when i realized things were not going well for the brewers Mm -hmm. um he texted me this Corbin Carroll hit a 444-foot home run off of Corbin Burns, and it is definitely the first time a Corbin hit a home run off of another Corbin. <laughs> That's your son. That's Cooper Evan Eisen, yeah, that is, that my 12-year-old right there. That's your son, yes. I hearted it on the spot. <laughs> it was a 3 nothing game at that point. That was a huge play. It was huge. Yeah. And I, when I saw him later, I said, is that, like, did you hear that on the broadcast? And he goes, no. I'm like, so where did you get that from? He goes, it's got to be a fact, Dad. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be. And by the way, I don't know. Can we look that up? I have, I have no idea of how, course, we, how we would look that up. I immediately thought of, you know, I'm, I'm calling Bills and Jaguars. Entirely possible Josh Allen can get sacked by Josh Allen on Sunday. Both teams have a Josh Allen. Right. That's happened before. And I do believe when that happened, it was the first time in NFL history, a quarterback was sacked by somebody by the same name. So, of course, you know, there is there is no one named Trevor Lawrence on the on the Buffalo Bills. So that let me just check the roster. Yeah, no, don't you don't have to. I'm, I'm locked in on my roster. But at any rate, so that's when I realized things were not going well. For uh, the Brewers and the Diamondbacks, are the ones most set up, what a roll of the dice was it? It was the pitching just not set up. Or they just decided we're just going to go with Zach Gallon in game maybe two. Maybe Gallon pitched into the, the air. Let me check. Because it's time hmm. to roll out your ace to just shut this thing down. You know, and the Diamondbacks could be sliding down the uh, the slide into the mug right there in Milwaukee and just two and dunning the Brewers. Uh, the Phillies got things done at home. Mm-hmm. You know, the Rangers, again, I obviously make things about myself. How about Jordan Montgomery? being on the Rangers because the Yankees flipped him to St. Louis 
for a guy that they DFA'd. Like, this may have to be one of, of all the Cashman moves that didn't cash. This is one. Well, Josh Donaldson's on the Brewers. Dude, I don't, I'm, that's one that that's that's one thing i know but jordan but. montgomery blank in the race which by the way doesn't appear to be too tough to do these days in the playoffs in october if yeah. you if you do make it um but again just just i'm sitting there going you think jordan montgomery would look good uh in the yankee grays uh in tampa you know when when actually it's the yankees who need to make the playoffs by beating the Rays? wouldn't that be good so uh that was a big one and the Twins took care of business at home. And the O's and the... How about the friggin' Astros, man? <laughs> they're like... Uh, they're all, they're, they oh, were out of the playoffs. Yeah. Then they're on the periphery of the wild card. Yep. Then they're involved in the three-team race where they could wind up being not just, you know, barely making the wild card, but out. And they wind up winning their division and they're sitting at home. All they do is win. With the Dodgers and the Braves and the Orioles. Yep. It's chilling. So. We got Zach Wheeler, who's won 39 games the last three years after the Mets gave up on him. That's, that's why, another one. I mean, that's, fr- that's why baseball frustrates last night. So that's what uh, that's what's going on in uh, Major League Baseball right now. Nick in Corona, California. What's up, Nick? How you been? Hey, what's happening, Rich? How you been? This is it. This is uh, I've got my Gilligan hat ready to go. I I was just going to ask you. You got your Gilligan hat. Who knew we were both going to be one and three? Uh, I didn't. You certainly didn't, since you chose your team to go fifteen and two in the win loss game prior to the season, Nick. So we know you didn't. Absolutely. You know. Hey, I wanted to ask you if you wanted to wager on that game, and I'm not talking about cold hard cash. Good, because I can't do that. What do you got in mind? Um, well, if I win, uh, I looked it up. It's about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on traffic, to come down to Corona. We could go to dinner. You could bring your son. I heard he likes cars. I got a nice car. I know it's not a Lamborghini or Ferrari, but Thank he you, would Nick. still like it. Thank you. Um, and uh, I don't want to speak for you, but if uh, if I lose, you know, maybe I come down to your studio and bring you guys lunch. Hmm. Wow. It sounds like um, you're not putting much on the line, Nick. It'd be straight up with you. It's a win-win for Nick. It's a win-win for Nick. Um well, what are your and I'd love, I'd love to meet like? you, Nick. I'd, I, you know, I, 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 w- I would love to meet you. Uh, <laughs> a two-hour drive to Corona with my son. Um, I like, don't know. Like me it, taking a four-hour trip school to night. see Taylor Swift. How about this, know. Nick? We'll just watch the game and be in contact with each other this way, and you and I will just have to be doing this for pride. How does that sound? That suck. I'll do it for pride. All right, brother. Since my pride's been kind of diminished since uh, week one. Yes. No, thank you, sir. Greatly appreciate. Thank you, Nick. That's Nick and Corona. What you just did though is you turned down free lunch for all of us, so we can't go well, to the Bahamas. No Bahamas trip. No lunch. Susie coming back. The, yeah. I mean, the good news yeah. is this: it's gone from Bahamas to lunch. The next thing's going to be negligible. Yeah. That you lose. We got to tell Andrew like to a slice lunch. of pizza. I don't even understand what that means. Man, we just keep losing. Man, we're just taking L's. Zach Wilson and the Jets playing what they did, like they did, against Kansas City after my friend Sean Payton said what he said about their offensive coordinator, who's Aaron Rodgers' BFF. And if they followed Rodgers' cue on a Saturday night surprise appearance at their team meeting about no finger-pointing, let's rally around Zach, and Zach will perform and that's exactly what happened on Sunday Night Football. If 
They're following Rodgers' cue. They go into Denver, and they lay it on thick. Because if Tua did what he did on this defense and Justin Fields, Mr. Roboto, did what he did. Sam Howell had 299 and two touchdowns. Okay. G had two touchdowns. This I, is it. The Denver D's been getting lit up by quarterbacks. Randy Gregory released. So Sean is taking stock there is who's 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 the guy and who isn't. Randy Gregory just hit the road, Jack. And this is it. In the spot where Brees blew out his knee, Robert Sala says no more pitch count for Brees Hall. He said that today. Elijah Vera Tucker suffered a season-ending injury. This is where things began to turn to crap last year. Jets look terrific right up to this very point in Denver. So they show back up, feeling good about themselves, putting things together against a defense that has been susceptible for a coach that said what he said about their offensive coordinator, who's Rodgers' BFF and is the guy that is in charge of keeping Zach Wilson on an upward path. Oh, this should be it. To go to two and three and a shot to come home against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles to go three and three before a bye. Understand that's a stout opponent, but it starts now. Oh, baby. Looking forward to this game in week five as well. Bruce Feldman coming up to talk about college football. Hour number two in my power rankings coming up. Oh, yeah, man. Or the Broncos turn around, the Jets go uh, further to crap at one and four. And then Zach Wilson regresses and everybody's back on the griddle again. The NFL, bro. Turning things around. One minute, your quarterback is the minivan of draftees. Then he's your future quarterback because of the way that he plays as a rookie. Then he completely degrades, totally falls apart against the Dallas Cowboys. Then the next minute, you pick him up in fantasy. Right? Chris? You picked up Mac Jones in fantasy this week. That is a fact, but my other, <laughs> but my other options. That's how things can change. Just, just hey, as for instances, you know. Can I at least like present my case, please? Sure, Perry Mason. It was either Zach Wilson, Desmond Ritter, or Mac Jones. What was I supposed to who's, do? Who's on your bye? Justin Herbert. Oh, okay. And those are the slim pickings, huh? That was it. Who was the third one? Why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you go, Zach, off of that performance against the defense that has been totally susceptible? You just don't trust it? Oh, well, I'm just thinking, I'm just doing a what's more likely in my head. That, yes. That the Saints just gave up, to our previous guest, 300 yards and three touchdowns. Or Mac has his worst game of the season two weeks in a row. That seems unlikely. Okay. So, I don't know. And Desmond Ritter was just not an Desmond option. Desmond Ritter, not non-starter. <laughs> Did you see Matthew Berry said you should release Kyle Pitts if you have him? Oh. Because Johnu Smith's getting a ton Johnny of targets. Smith is, it's like killing it. Wow. Dallas.